0: Hey, beautiful mama, and welcome to Bell and Beyond. I'm your podcast host, Katie, a mama of one little legend, Hunter, and we have been on the most wild health journey ever. My son was born and diagnosed with a cleft lip, and I want to share with you how I was empowered through it all. This podcast is for mums or soon-to-be mums and dads. Feel free to jump in too. It's a place to debunk the many motherhood myths that leave us feeling confused, lost, and misguided. I want you mama to walk away from every episode feeling empowered and educated to make choices that feel right for you and your family. My heart is to see mamas connecting back to their roots and being exposed to ancient wisdom with modern day education. I'll be bringing you open and real conversations around topics we are not talking about enough with people passionate about seeing you mama thrive from the belly and beyond. Oh my gosh. Well, welcome back to season two of Bell and Beyond. It has been a wild ride. Season one was a heartfelt initiation into motherhood. It was the journey that I went on with my son. It was debunking a lot of those medical myths and re-empowering you, mama, to find the power in your choices by being educated in a numerous of different ways, hearing from different speakers, different types of conversations. And I really truly believe it did that. The feedback, the reviews, the comments, my DMs, all confirmed that it created a space and place for women to explore what they felt was best for them as a mama. So I'm so glad we closed out season one. It was so powerful. Season two for me has come out of second lockdown in New South Wales, seventh lockdown in Victoria, and everyone is needing the joy. So season two is Belly and Beyond with joy. And I hope you are just as excited as I am. We have the most incredible lineup of guests that I have been interviewing and contacting and just seeking out incredible women and men, today you're going to hear from Bolly Kay, that have overcome something, have started something new, have pushed on with their career have taken this season to grow and overcome from health illnesses to yeah entrepreneurship, mompreneur, starting books, releasing, coaching courses, just making really cool shifts and changing the world. So I'm really excited for the lineup. It's going to be fun, playful. It's going to be just what you need in this season. I can guarantee. One thing I would love is literally just to think of all the girls and men in your life that need the joy and the light and send them this potty I would love that so much. All right, let's get into it with Volley K. Volley K came up on my radar during COVID because he released a song a couple of years ago called Joy, which is an ode to positivity, to community, and togetherness. He truly believes that nothing can steal your joy, which is the main chorus of the song. You can never steal my joy in the morning. You can never steal my joy in the evening. And that has been a mantra for me during this season through. Setbacks, being on the road, mum stuff, business like every area of my life, what's been going on has affected everybody in some way. But we have the power to choose whether someone steals our joy. So I'm excited. Volley's personal story has universal themes overcoming adversity, setting course on his own personal mission you know, in Volley's case, to be an ambassador of the good times and joy through songwriting and soul-infused performances. I'm pumped. You're going to love him. He's our first male guest and he's like a brother and he's just awesome. I know this is going to touch your heart. So let's get right into it. I'm super excited. The joy ambassador himself, Volley, welcome.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Hi, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it, Thank you.
0: Love it. Love it. Tell us a little bit about yourself and about your music.
1: Firstly, hello to everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's definitely an honor to be on this wonderful podcast, and I hope I can give you some little gems that you can take away with you. As I've ventured into music, sorry, my name is Volly Kay, and my background is Fijian. I'm an albino Fijian, for those who don't understand what that (laughs) is. That's the lack of pigmentation in your skin. So my mum's black, my dad's black, and then I'm white. Well, I've just come <laughs> to understand that that's what I am now, and I've thoroughly enjoyed, thoroughly enjoyed getting to know who I was and who, sorry, who I was as an, an early insecure young man. That, but now oh. grown and sort of moving every day to this what I call now a very confident, structured, purposeful, driven, passionate, and compassionate man filled with joy, and who's an ambassador of joy for everyone that's around. I am in music. I do music full time. One of the songs that i released it was is called joy and thank you for those who have listened and if you haven't please jump online it's all on it's available on all streaming services volley k is my name and joy is the song the the song came from a place where i really really thought to myself it was it was a place where i just thought you know what might want my life to represent and i thought to myself I love bringing happiness to people and smiles. And when I sing, my intentions when I perform is to move you, whether it's through the stories I tell or through, you know, the ability to create some sort of feeling. And that's my always aim to do in music. And I think when I I set out to do music full time, I said to myself that I would never release any song that wasn't going to move you in a positive way. And so joy was birth and I'm really, haf- I'm really happy that the world gets to hear it and, and a lot of people enjoying it and I'm excited for it and I'm excited that everyone's picking up, slowly picking up the song and, and I hope you guys are moved and touched and, and it's a great way to start your day and grab your kids if you got kids and have a dance party to start your day. I start my day, I usually start my day nice and early. I go for, I usually have... A prayer time and meditation time before i go on my walk i usually go for a, an hour walk and just down down the beach and i always start with gratitude and the lyrics to my song is exactly how my start i start my day is gratitude to you start your day and that's exactly how i start my day and i think that's a good way to start your day because then you already set the tone of how you want your day to be and i usually go from there and I, you know, i have to do it You have to get into a physical um, workout so that your body's in motion and you feel really good. And then I usually go for a cold shower because it just kicks me into like this energetic mood and vibe. And I'm a real optimistic person. And I think, you know, the things that you think about is what what you become. So Mm. I'm always mindful of what I think about. And I always like to check myself and think, okay, what are the confessions that I'm thinking about? What are images I'm looking at? And what am I willing to accept? that i'm gonna live through you know is it sorry was that enough <laughs> that's,
0: good. that's awesome you just went for it i love it so tell us back in 2018 when you wrote the lyrics for joy was that like in a particular season of your life where you're feeling joyful or you're actually singing because you needed to activate more joy because fast forward two years man we need that song like you probably didn't write that knowing necessarily no, what was up ahead no. but That song's going to go viral now because we need it. Oh man,
1: honestly, we do need it. And um, so 2019, when I did write the song Joy, I I gave up my finance job. So I was in finance for ten plus years, and then I thought to myself, I'm going to step out here, step out in faith. I'm going to just just step out and jump into music full time. And honestly, when you step out into the unknown, you do you lack a lot of joy. And so I felt to myself. Yeah. I said to myself, "You know what? I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna sing myself out of this. I'm gonna create something that I lack, and I'm gonna try and create it through music." And and joy was birth, and I really, it really came from a place where I really needed it. And I, and exactly what you said, uh, it's right now is the perfect time for joy, and the world lacks so much of it there's so much division there's so much heartbreak there's so much you know people that are just constantly judging others and there's just so much turmoil right now and and if we bring if we start our day with joy i'm sure we can you know slowly change our world one step at a time
0: and when you transition from finance to music you said it was also not joyful. Was there like resistance around that from people around you? Because I know the creative space can get a lot of questioning. Are you going to make money? Are you Are going to be able to pay the bills? Like did all of that resistance come up and fast forward what a couple of years, It's you're killing it. Like it's the best thing you've probably ever done. And you probably feel so good about the decision.
1: I'm. Firstly, thank you so much. I, I I wouldn't say I'm killing it yet, but I will be. I am. It's it definitely is the best decision I've ever made, and I can really thank my mother for that. And for those mothers out there, shout out to all you beautiful mothers out there. Thank you for doing what you do. Um. Thank you for always instilling into young people like myself growing up. My mum would always say, son. Whatever you find to do, make sure you do it to the best of your ability. And and I've always run with that. And it's always been, and my mum is my best friend and I'm very in touch with my feelings. And I love that because it's, it allows me to get into my creative places really easy. And I don't find myself in a sort of unhealthy way of, you know, venturing into this creativity. And I, I can always come back and out in and out when, when I need to. And and so those moments where I, I didn't get too much I guess, push back. It was more, more or less like a lot of questions. Like, are you sure this is something you want to do? Are you sure? And you know what? Again, back to my mum. she goes, son, if this is really what you want to do. And she said to me, she said, son, worst case scenario, if you fall back on, if you fall back and, and you need someone to pick you up, I'll be there for you all the time. Wow. And I was like, oh, come on, man. Like, mum's heart, like, honestly, there's nothing like the love of, of a mother. And I can never, I mean, I sound like a m- big mama's boy, but I'm proud to be. I'm proud to be. <laughs> and, 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 and I think that's why I walk into the things really confident, knowing that I have the backing of my parents as much as I do.
0: Which is amazing because I don't feel like everybody in the creative space always has that support from their parents because the creative space can be quite inconsistent, unknown. Things can happen at different stages, places. I know that that COVID has definitely affected the music and creative industry because of restrictions and all of that. Mm. How have you got through this particular pandemic season having your music how has it led you to write and create differently like what are you feeling into at the moment with your music
1: great question music has played such a massive role it's such a pivotal role right now that I feel that we have the abilities right now to touch people through what we write and the music that we create and I really hope that people have the time to listen to some of the songs that I myself or some of the people that are trying to just to create positive affirmations and confessions and these positive mantras in people's lives. Like the song Joy, one of my favorite pilot song is Is that you can never steal my joy in the morning. You can never steal my joy in the evening, and then you can never steal my joy. The actual thinking behind that is that joy is something that you can hold on to, and no one else can take it away from you. But it's up to Mm. you. It's up to you to embrace it and never let it go. Joy is not a. It's not a feeling. It's an attitude. It's a mindset. One person might see a a problem as a massive disaster for them. Another person will see it's a divine opportunity, and I think that's what I really wanted to do was. And I think in this time, going back to your question, in this time as creative beings, we're, we're trying to find ways to, it's almost like we're trying to find ways to soothe our souls as well as the rest of the world in the hopes that we can change people one song at a time, you know? Um, and my hope is that I can help people go through these periods, giving them a nice positive soundtrack to their current natural disaster, if you call it.
0: Yeah, and I think, when we're in these situations where we're restricted, like physically restricted, bound to our home, there's like, we've reduced like 80 to 90% of distractions, like all different outings and things to do and staying busy and running around and school things. Like everything is so slow Mm. that things like music and writing and creativity actually are getting more brought up because they're things that you can do in solitude. So like... People are having dance parties in their lounge rooms. People are going for walks and listening to music. People are putting music on at home while they're cooking. Like we're actually coming back to our creative side just instinctively as a way to literally cope. Absolutely. Um, Which I think is beautiful. And coming back to you saying like joy is a choice. I was listening to Sisterhood yesterday and I loved what one of the girls said. She said joy is a consequence And I loved that because when she first said it, we see consequence, like it's a negative word. Like you get in trouble and there's consequences but she was actually saying, no, it's a consequence of another action or another thought or another thing. Mm. So you choose to get up and go for a walk and have gratitude and watch the sunrise and do your prayer and meditation. The consequence of mm. that is you spark joy.
1: That's so true. Go
0: listen to the joy song and the consequence is You feel joy, go be in the moment with your family. And the consequence is joy. Yeah. And that for me was really practical. I'm like a very practical, methodical person. And it was like, you take an action you get joy, you do negative things, you get down, like they're consequences. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And I was just like, wow, like what a time to choose. I know, and what a time to choose positive songs Mm. that have been really carefully written and scripted to actually affect us on a subconscious level, even though we're probably just bopping along to the tune and like singing songs and how often we end up singing songs and we're not listening to the words and then we listen to the words and we're like, actually, that was really rude or why are we we saying that? But you just get caught up with the sound and you're not realising that you're speaking actually really destructive things. But the opposite is I literally have... You can't still my the morning, you can't still enjoy the evening in my head, like consciously and subconsciously all day, every day, every single second. And I'm like, wow, you, like that song is already renewing my mind and it's only been a week.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> no,
0: so it's powerful what we Look, can allow
1: to absorb. It's literally a daily confession, isn't it? It's like you're confessing that. And I think that's such a great thought that you brought regarding what you learned from Sisterhood. That joy is the is an outcome, plus response equals an outcome. And I think when you're responding from a place where it's positive, mate, you'll always always come out with joy. Always come out with joy. And I think that's an amazing thought. Such a great lesson to learn.
0: I wanna know when did because you've obviously have a story and a journey and maybe in your younger, early twenties or growing up, joy maybe wasn't always like something that you were presented with or choosing to be when did it start to get to that point in your journey where you were just like this is my purpose this is my calling i mm. want to be a joy ambassador i want to be known for joy i want yeah. my music to like was there like a, a moment like where it just hit you okay
1: um so there's a song i my whole entire life is going to be full of songs and there's a song coming out in the near f- future and it talks about my upbringing and my life. And I did suffer quite severely a lot of bullying because of the fact that obviously I come from a predominantly black uh, family and community. And, and so being like the only white person in our circles, it brought a lot of bullying and, and so forth. So I grew up, I and part of this, the reason why I said mentioned my song is that my first line, one of my first lines of my song is that at the age of four, I used to pray that God would that God would take my life because I was just tired of getting I was just tired of getting bullied. I was getting tired of trying to fight for my own stance and, and trying to find. I, I mean, I couldn't. I was just tired of not knowing who, who who I was. I should say. And I'd always you know pray to God that he would either change my color or just take my life. If one of just one or the other, I didn't want to live in between. And such a long like I'd, I'd literally fall asleep crying because I just was tired of it you know tired of the everyday battle of trying to tell people no this is who I am and and at the same time like obviously I was a confused um confused adolescent and I was just trying to find my way through it and it was only until the age of 15 I got invited to a youth camp and this youth camp man it, it really changed my life because the you know when you listen to a, a particular uh, sermon or preacher they would say things and then there was one time where this, you know, one preacher would say, and it only felt like he, him, and I were the only person in the room. And this is the moment that for me, and he spoke about, well, God gave him a message about identity, and and it, it really got me. And I said, look, I don't, I, I, I reached out to God, and I said, look, I don't know who I am. I don't know why you made me this way. I don't, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know who you want me to be. And then it's, I went to the altar, and, and I just like, I'm here. Like I submit everything that I don't know and I want and I submit to you because I, I want to know it was in that moment that he really revealed his truth to me which to me he like he really emotionally um, and spiritually held me and said that he loved me and then said that I, I'm made for a greater cause than what I can see right now and and the time will come that I will understand my purpose and all those amazing things that he's always promised me that changed my life and ever since then I've never been the same, and I can say that because of those experiences, I've become a, such a stronger man. And I stand here today not because that I stand here today in the confidence, knowing that it's not it's no longer. Who I am, it's who I belong to, you know, and he's the reason why I'm able to to do what I want, I, I can, and I, I love what I do, and, and I do what I love, and music has been always been a massive thing, but without God, it was just impossible, and uh, he really showed me who I am, and I love everything about me, it's because of him, and I don't mean that in an egotistic way whatsoever, but it's in a way of like, thank, thank you for to see that this is how much he love me, you know? And he really does, he really does. Sometimes I think he loves me more than most people, but hey, that's just,
0: <laughs> it's funny that you say that i have this little joke and it's and i always say but i'm his favorite but, but i'm his favorite
1: no but we're all
0: his we're all his favorite like we all can say i'm his favorite it's just this funny little joke no, that i have because
1: that's the, so funny the way
0: we feel yeah. is that we're the favorite no but like that,
1: that's the funniest thing is that's the actual phrase i tell everybody whenever i talk to my inner circle Uh, And like you can ask everyone, including my fiance, and they always say, Yeah, Volley thinks he's God's favorite. No, it's not that I think it's In my heart, I know. It's just like, Yeah, he, like, I feel like he loves me. Like he's, you know, when you have, you've got one child, right? But you might have, you might have two or three. There's going to be a stage where you're going to be favoriting one one of them. It's going to happen like every I mean for those mothers out there that are listening or watching right now Uh, you have multiple kids you cannot lie to yourself you do have that one of them one of them you're not
0: meant to say this I'm
1: I'm probably not meant to say it but hey no one else is listening to this just you me and that's it but there is that one one kid and I feel like I'm that kid for God I'm like that one kid
0: (laughs) I love it it's so good I hope you're loving our very first episode back of season two, Bell and Beyond with Joy. Ah, how cool is K? He's such a legend. You've got to get all over his music. It's going to lift your vibes during this season if I may ask, please, could you share in your story, write a review, send to a girlfriend this Folly K episode? I truly deeply know that his heartfelt care and love for women and his love for music, his overcoming story of bullying and what he's been through is truly going to transform people's lives and bring a sense of hope and purpose in a place where we can feel very bogged down with the fear and the negativity of what's going on right now. So that would just be such a great way to launch season two. I'm so excited. I'm so proud of myself where we've come with this podcast. It truly did start out with a passion project and a heart for mom and women, and it's transformed into the most beautiful community and space. And I just want to continue in this season to bring the good vibes and the joy right to your fave potty app each week. And I would so love it if you can help me spread the joy and sprinkle it all over people's profiles dig. So that would be freaking awesome. All right, let's get back into it. Everyone can feel like that. Yeah. Everyone can feel like the only child favourite. Yeah,
1: so. I mean, that's that's good to tell everyone else that. Yeah. can't, <laughs> I can't, can't tell me that. <laughs> I, I don't believe
0: it. <laughs> but I love that. So in every decision you made, every action you made, every choice that you make daily, has there been opportunities since you were 15 to now where you feel like, oh, it, it could have stolen your joy or it did steal your joy. And you had to really dig deep to oh, pull man. back up and go, I'm called to joy. This oh. is this is who I am. Like, yeah. can you share any of those moments when you pulled through? Because, I just feel like your story of hope will like really help others that are probably f- not feeling joyful right now.
1: Yeah, listen, I, I am great question, and I could I, if anything, I, I really would like to relate to the mothers out there who have kids that either are troublesome or one at the end of the spectrum, and who like for me, I think you, most mothers would. My mother struggled so bad. She didn't know what my skin was able to do and what it shouldn't be doing and things like that. So there was there's moments in my upbringing where, you know, that, and, and as mothers, you'd always want to make sure you look after your kids and everything, but I always found a way to... There was moments where I was just like... Like there was moments where I, I'd, I'd, 10 minutes in the sun I'd get burnt if it was 28 degrees, 25 degrees, and I'd, I'd get burnt and my mother would always be like feeling really bad about herself because she's like, oh, what kind of mother am I? Blaming herself. Sure, sure. And and I'd I'd feel horrible too because I'm like, I have no idea what's going on because I'm so young. Like, I didn't know my skin doesn't work this way like everyone else in my family. Everyone else, everyone goes out black and comes out blacker you know um and so and so I I go in white and I come back red lobster yeah exactly yeah the only tan I get is red so that's it but the going back to your question yeah the joy was to for me was like it was more like I lacked so much of this one thing which was gratitude which was acceptance which was joy and so for me it was i had to run to it because i i needed it more than anything else and, and going back to what you're saying as well like like it is the proceed of of doing these positive things that you can get joy there's moments like there was like talking about bullying and so forth like that, that was the hardest part of growing up. It was not only was I bullied like in like every circle I was in, I was bullied, whether it be my football team, whether it be my friends, whether it be at school, whether it be, you know, I was always bullied and I was just getting like, I grew up a lot of, lot find my way through, which was definitely not the answer, but you know, I, I learned from that and and I needed the, a lot of the anger to turn into something else and thank God for music and thank God for the gift of music that allowed me to hone in and start writing things that I lacked, which was joy. And, um, and yeah, and, and it's only those moments that allows me to, I was able to find myself and find that, yeah, like joy is something that I can create and find myself. I don't need nobody else. You know, my joy isn't in that person. My joy is not in that thing. My joy is here. I can find it and I can create it
0: that must've been hard growing up because you felt like you're in limbo between my family's got black skin. I've got white skin. They don't burn. I burn. Am I part of the Fijian, not part of the Fijian community? kind of leaves you in this place where like, where am I? What, what side am I on? You know, like, and I've just been digging deep around different communities and people that might be born with something different, whether it's the deaf community, whether it's my son that was born with a cleft and, you know, had a a hole between his lip through his gum all the way down to his Mm. throat. So we have to be aware Mm. of things like speech. He's already had two surgeries and I always say it's like someone tried to steal his smile. And if you steal someone's smile, you steal their joy because you can't be joyful without smiling. Like you can't be joyful and keep your mouth stuck together. And, He's never stopped smiling ever through when he was born all the way through his surgery and you'll see photos of him as a baby and he's literally beaming. This kid is so joyful and has like no idea about physical appearance. And I was recently with an amazing girl who's actually a Paralympian. She has cerebral palsy and I was just asking her questions. What was it like growing up? What are people that don't have a disability to you that's really rude or triggering or like teach me because I've, I'm ignorant and I've probably said these dumb things before because we mm. isolate people into groups and then we treat them like they're different and then make a big yeah. deal about it and she just started teaching me some different things and she's like people use us as like inspiration porn for their life like wow you're so inspirational and like how do you wake yeah, up every yeah. day and live and like just these different things and And then another group that I've been really passionate about is the deaf community. And as you're talking about not knowing which kind of community you're a part of, I was recently talking to a friend and I had no idea about the deaf community, right? And there's obviously the deaf that sign and they learn Auslan. And then there's people that have a cochlear in their ear and the cochlear community feel like they're in the middle. They're not deaf but they also can't necessarily hear fully or speak clearly and they feel marginalized from the deaf community. And I was like, wow, we are just so good at putting people in these little boxes Boxes, rather than just loving everybody, just treating people like we all treat each other and not pick on these little indifferences because at the end of the day, nothing matters. Like it doesn't matter. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? And it's just been this huge journey of learning about what it's like for people. And just trying to find awareness as a parent on how to raise my child, teach them the right questions to ask, how to talk about people. You know, this friend that's a Paralympian, she said parents would tell her kids to not hang out with her because they'll catch her disease. And cerebral palsy is not a disease. It happens in Earth. like it's not it's not contagious and she had to go on this huge journey and now she's the most incredible Paralympian swimmer she'll be at the next Olympics and she's gone on her journey of finding joy and she's like I'm just living my life like why wouldn't I live my life I'm a human cool. and it was really eye-opening and I just feel like this is the season where we all need to stick together. Like we need to just all be brothers and sisters and parents need to teach their children how to love all people and how to ask the right questions rather than pointing out rude things in the supermarket. Why is his skin dark, mum? Like why is that why is that person in a wheelchair? Like because we've already talked with our kids about these different situations.
1: Exactly right. Yeah. So <sighs> well so going back to what you're saying, you're were, you were talking about talking about talking to our kids already knowing these things, and you know almost somewhat educating them and letting them be accustomed to knowing that there is different people with you know one with no arm, one one with no legs, and one with no eyes, whatever it is. And I think if we, exactly what you're saying. And how do you navigate as a mother? How do you then nurture your kids to be exposed? Like how do you expose them to that?
0: I think books helps. There's these beautiful books that are coming out that actually take kids through different scenarios and different people groups. It could be different nationalities, different colour skin. It could talk to them about, you know, other kids that are disabled and what disabilities are and how to talk about disabilities. I know that America brought out a book for kids for the cleft community and they've even made dolls with like a little piece of tape across so you can actually talk to your kids about, yes, you had a cleft and you had a tape across your mouth and this is the cleft community and this is about it. So books are really good as far as I'm aware. I'm not quite there yet because he's obviously so little. And I think just having that beautiful open dialogue, even just around like the dinner table and just talking about life or if one experience I had, which, and I love this family so much, before their four-year-old met Hunter for the first time, They just quickly said, you know, so Hunter's going to have a tape on his lip, you know, he's got to go to the doctor soon and he's got to get that repaired, that he was just born like that and this little girl, the way she handled the situation at four years old was the most stunning thing I've ever seen and she came in and she actually went home and created her own doll with a little tape across it because she was so loving and she just wanted to talk about baby Hunter. And then I had another situation where a parent didn't prep their child and their child in front of everybody. It didn't bother me, but the child in front of everyone was like, mom, why has he got a tape across his lip? What's wrong with him? And just the real difference. And it was a massive learning curve for me 'Cause they were similar in age, but one came in really gently and gracefully and educated and one was kind of blindsided. And it was a really beautiful experience. And I think, imagine if we could prepare our children for all types of people. And when they meet them at school in the playground, they just go and love them. Hey, what's your name? I'd love to hang out with you, let's go play. Rather than
1: Yeah. But I feel like that's more caught than taught. Sure. If that makes sense? Mm. And I think if, if obviously you're obviously open to conversations and you're open to discuss what you know and I think if your kids start seeing that and they see the interaction between you guys of healthy and open and honest,'t you're just setting yourself up to have a wonderful well-rounded kid really. I hope so. <laughs> like, well, I'm sure you will be. I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure Hunter's going to be an amazing. Obviously, he's a beautiful kid, but he's, he's going to be doing amazing things and be well rounded and open. Be all amazing.
0: Yes, he'll be the joy bringer and love all That's people. It.
1: <laughs> That's it. That's it.
0: What is some inspiration for like mums and women out there right now that are feeling like they're lacking joy? feeling like they're in a really hard season it could be a valley it could be a mountain that they never think they're going to get over they're just riddled with fear anxiety what's some of your beautiful inspiration about really getting joy in their life
1: yeah first and foremost I want to again just just say thank you so much for this platform. Thank you for, for allowing me to jump on this podcast with you and be able to speak to these beautiful women who are listening and watching and who are leaning in. And I just want to take this time to say, firstly, to each and every one of you, you, you are very loved, you are desired, you are well thought of. You're beautiful, you're amazing and powerful and doing such an amazing job at what you're doing. Mothers are definitely the most underrated, like stay home mommy is the most underrated job that any, anyone could ever say or try to convince me otherwise, like it's just not. It's it, so someone that's having a company, a massive, huge company, compared to my stay home mum. No, I would always say stay home mum would always be the, the the. It's the center of of everyone's life, really. But if I was inspired these beautiful women, I, I would say you are the beauty of everyone's strength. We hope that you continue just to keep doing what you're doing. Start your day with such beautiful affirmations. Speak it over yourself. Do not look for someone else to give you compliments. Compliment yourself first. Understand that your value is so much higher. We love you way, like, obviously, every kid needs their mothers way more than any of their dads, let's be honest. And and we treasure you guys. You guys, you, we beautiful women. Um, I think once you start your... I think if we, when we go to the gym or we'd like to exercise, we take the time and effort for that. We need to do the same thing with our attitude and our actual personal in, internal beings. You need to get into the habit of getting up and the first thing you want to do is just be grateful of what you have first and then start and start speaking these amazing positive affirmations over your life. And again, as I said, you know, look look to encourage yourself and compliment yourself because then you're not throughout the whole day, you're not looking for someone to give you a compliment, oh, I've Oh, that he didn't recognize I changed my hair color. Oh, he didn't recognize I did my nails. Where if you compliment yourself, you get on with it. You just get on. Obviously it's, I think, and I hope that you guys, you guys are so loved really. Honestly, I can't speak highly, can't speak any higher than what I am right now. Cause I just love every mother, every sister and every female friend. I just have adore you guys and I hope you guys continue doing what you're doing.
0: Oh, my gosh, you're so lovely. (laughs) Oh, the mums out there are going to be like, yes. And it's so true. We just need to love, love ourselves, love where we're at, be okay with whatever we're feeling. And just I love the other day I was reading emotion in Latin is energy in motion. And I love that because that made me feel so empowered because I'm like, I can move through any emotion, whether it's negative, frustrated, angry. If I can move from frustrated and angry to joyful, then I'm a constant moving, evolving energy, Forward being, and that just every time I hear that, I'm like, energy in motion, energy in motion. I can shift out of this through a joy song, through a dance party, yeah. through a soulful conversation, through exercise, through prayer, through meditation, whatever people are that you know spiritually seeking. I just love that energy in motion, which means that it's actually never stopping. So we're constantly moving constantly, through.
1: yeah, constantly. And I think that's what we all need to do, really, is constantly be moving. If we're not happy in a, in a certain mood or attitude, yo, start moving. Yeah. Like, like, physically, <laughs> like get out of there. Yeah. So
0: what is ahead for Volley K? What is the future of for Volley K right now? I mean, you've got a fiancé, so you're navigating a wedding in COVID, obviously.
1: Yes, yes, like, this is the most.
0: What is ahead for you? Like music? career, future, all of the, the jam and the peanut yep,
1: butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah! listen, I am so excited to get married to this beautiful human being that I call my fiance. Ooh. Her name is Beck um, Duncan, who will soon to be Beck K. And I cannot wait to be the best husband for her. And I cannot wait to be an amazing father to our kids that we will eventually have. And I am just so excited Music-wise, I've got a whole bunch of music coming out really soon. And as I did mention, I will uh, – please, and I say this because I want you all to keep me um, accountable, I will never bring out music that won't move you. I want everyone to be moved by my songs, whether it's whether it drives you to a place of an emotional place where you can you find yourself. I, I released a song. It was a really short song, and it was called Things Will Get Better, and it was mm. during the first lockdown. Wow. It was – during the first lockdown, I had just got told that two of my friends committed suicide during oh. the lockdowns, um, and my heart broke for them yeah. because of, and and I I don't like it just broke my heart to know that they felt like they couldn't go anywhere else mm. that, that was their answer and the song is is called Things Get Better and and I will constantly be writing songs the lessons i've been learning throughout life and i just hope that you know it could help someone else whether it helps one person that's more than enough for me and i think i'm doing my job and that's my purpose is is definitely to be the ambassador of joy whether it be the joys of your life or the joys that you want to soon experience And, and again it's just hoping that we help you move from wherever you are right now to where you need to be which is joy music wise that's definitely coming out more music coming out really soon I can't, I can't wait to get married and have kids have i want to have a thousand kids um
0: that's very fijian but, isn't it a tribe <laughs> big community well, you know,
1: well if one kid can't be if one kid can't be if something that will help me well to me kids are a great investment. you help them grow 18 get out there and start making me some money that's my goal <laughs>
0: Oh, I see how
1: it is. I see how it is. <laughs> no, I'm, j- I'm <laughs> joking. I'm joking. I'm so joking. I'm so joking. Yeah, I just can't wait. But the, my, future, my future has never looked any brighter. I'm so excited for my future. Um, and you will see me pop up on your TV screens from time to time. So please support. Um, and I thank you so much for those who have. And for those who are listening to the, my music, I really appreciate you. For those who haven't, please start your day with joy. You will thank me later.
0: Oh my gosh, I love it. Now, one final question that just popped into my head. What music are you going to play at your wedding? Are you going to play your own music? Have you got some favorite songs? Are you going to play Joy and like get up there and fully party as she walks down the aisle? No, no,
1: no. Are you going to go traditional? Well, this semi-traditional, semi-traditional, because I mean, as I get older, I've I've fallen in love with more and deeper with my culture. And Beck's also Anglo. Well, the mum, the mum's English and the dad's Scottish. So, cool. um, and from her own words, it like she has no culture that she she can em- embrace at the moment. Sure. So she was like, let's embrace yours. I went sure, like the more <laughs> the merrier. I
0: like, yeah, but it's so um, easy to love the Fijian culture because it's colourful, it's alive, it's music, it's laughter, it's food, it's community. Like, it's
1: it's not yeah, hard to want to be is, part of that
0: community. You know what I nah, mean? No, it's,
1: <laughs> it's, 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 it's beautiful on paper. It's, I promise you, it's beautiful on paper. But once you get around my family, whew.
0: What's it like? Do you have, do you have big sing-ups and music? Is those in your family yes. musical too?
1: Yeah, well, usually we start, as soon as we get together we usually just start singing <laughs> and like, it's funny because then my, my dad and my mom will be like oh they listen to the harmonies and like oh what are you singing they get like they don't, they, don't, they don't have to say anything they just look at you with a bit of a like Ooh, a weird face okay and it's like someone's singing off that'd be me and then, oh i'd that i used to do that all the whole time and then so i just i just mime so that no one knows i'm singing off or something you know
0: no um, but, surely uh, not
1: No, it happens, man. I'll tell you. my family. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. But yeah, music-wise for my wedding, I've got some really talented friends that will be attending. And they'll they'll all be taking part and doing all that. You'll kick back. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I'll kick back. But honestly, yeah, I just can't wait to celebrate, like, my love for her publicly. Yeah. And and declare to the world, like, this is the woman that... He has chosen for me and I will forever and ever be grateful for that. And I just cannot wait to be her husband.
0: Wow. I love that. And I love the saying it'll be the best, worst day of your life. Best day, but the worst day because every single day for the rest of your life will get better.
1: Oh, man, it will get better.
0: Well, Beck sounds awesome. She sounds like an amazing girl and I bet she's as joyful as you. (laughs) I'm excited for your wedding, so...
1: Thank you. Hopefully, all this
0: stuff can get sorted out so you guys can make that happen, however it be, because
1: BG weddings ain't
0: small, friend, and you need to have that ability to be able to invite everybody. (laughs)
1: Let's just hope we get out of this. Let's just hope we get out of this um, COVID nonsense. And we just get out of here, and everyone gets to be able to hug each other once again, be able to, you yep, know, dance, have
0: celebrate, each, have each other,
1: have each other over for dinner, and put on some joy and dance to it, and you know make memories
0: oh i love it well thank you so much for being on here everything because we've talked about today No, he's just going to empower people lift them up a little bit if they came on the, the, I the podcast so. i hope they leave an eight at least if not a 10 i hope people are just a little lighter a little more joyful a little bit more confident that they can activate joy in their life no matter the circumstances And yeah, we love what you're doing. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for being the joy man and the ambassador of joy. And I'm excited for all these new releases.
1: Thank you so much for having me. And thank you all for listening and tuning in and make sure you continue to support this wonderful podcast by sharing it, (laughs) letting everyone else like it and let everyone else jump on this beautiful podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Oh,
0: you're awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bell and Beyond. Mama, I know you're so busy and your time is precious. So I hope today's episode has left you feeling more empowered around your choices and that your voice matters. If you have loved this week's episode, make sure you subscribe and get all the weekly updates. It would also be so awesome if you could leave a five-star review for this independently run podcast produced by this mama herself. And if you've had all the feels today and a mum's popped into your mind, jump over, send her a DM or share it on your stories. That would be the absolute best. If you have any questions at all, connect with me over on my Instagram at bellyandbeyond underscore and let's write or rewrite your story of motherhood together.